0: welcome back to the show. This is Let's Be Frank and we're your hosts.
1: I'm MK. And I'm Shay and we're up to episode number five. Thanks for tuning in. As always we're diving deep down into a question but before we get into that let's have a wee lull. What have you got for me this week Michaela? Well this week instead of an icebreaker
0: and a question I thought I'd take us for a trip down memory lane. At a time I think Shay was probably about I want to say 16, 17 at the time. She came to me and she goes, I think I'm going to get a tattoo. I was like, I'm, I'm about five years younger than Shay. So I was like, oh, okay. What are, you, what are you thinking of getting? Do you remember this story, Shay?
1: Yeah, I do. I wasn't 16, 17. I was maybe like 15, 16. No, you weren't. <laughs> righto, righto. <laughs> and, she, and I was like, yeah, what, what are you going to get?
0: And at the time, it was probably, I don't even know what year it was, but it was that time where Playboy was all the rage. Like, everybody had Playboy Bunny everything. It was huge. I remember having a Playboy Bunny bag, earrings, necklace, and everybody had it. It wasn't. Everybody had it, and it was just the cool thing to do. Like, I think Playboy Bunny Mansion might have been in it that time as well. Yeah, it was the house bunnies. Like, they had it yes. on ETV or whatever. MTV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was E. It was on E.
0: Okay, it e. was on E. Oh, yeah, on Sky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, cut to the story. Cutting to the chase, Jay said, I
0: want to get a Playboy bunny at the bottom of my oh, lower back. She not only wanted to get a tramp stamp, but she wanted it to be of a Playboy bunny. And I remember at the time being my wise 12-year-old self, I said, "Oh, maybe... Maybe sit on that one for a while and have a think about it, because I think that might be something that you might really regret. And luckily I didn't
1: get it. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that ended up getting it, but (laughs) I was not one of them. I'm still thinking about getting a tattoo. How many years later? Let's not do the maths on it, because we all know we're not great at that. Um, But it definitely will not be a Playboy Bunny tattoo on the bottom of my lower back. (laughs) Oh my god, definitely would have been lasered off by now anyway, but I feel like I really
0: saved you some money. Yeah, and some heartache probably too.
1: (laughs) Anyway, that's the lull for the week. Ha ha, funny, funny. (laughs) Tell me, what's your question this week, Michaela? My question this week is on
0: how do you learn to love yourself sick? And this is more of a journey of us both discussing how we got to a point of loving ourselves, what it means, um, how you get there, and also what it's not. Okay, do you want to kick us off then, then? Then then. <laughs> then then. So if you remember back to uh one of our first episodes about filling up your own cup. We had a lot of you telling us how much you resonated with that episode and how it really I guess struck a bit of a light bulb and a moment in you
1: in realisation of taking care of yourself. Yeah, and putting yourself first. Making yourself a priority. And I think that's probably what you mean by the whole question before, so is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, like it's about exactly. loving yourself first, loving yourself sick.
0: Exactly. And I think it's led us on to this topic of learning to love yourself sick and how it's such, it is a real discovery and it is, I know that cliche word, it is a journey and it's a constant journey of continuously having to learn things in order to love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure we've both got, well, I know that we've both got our own personal stories on this. Shall I dive in first and... Take it away. I will take it away. So I think for a long time, I was quite an insecure person. I was constantly looking outward at other people and comparing myself. And I think the likes of Instagram and social media and magazines and media and everything has made that worse and worse as time's gone on. You're always looking at, what, what has she got that I don't? Or, you know, how is the best way to look? Or... What should I should and shouldn't I be doing, looking, feeling? And I think as that went on, it sort of lit the fire of making it
1: worse and worse of that inner hate. Do you, So why did you think that you felt like that? Was it just the external factors of media, do you think that those type of things, or do you think it's people
0: as well? I think it was a combination of things. I think when you are young, you're very impressionable, and you're looking at you're looking outwardly at social media. Um, and your friends and and everything else. And you feel like you need to look and be a certain way. So is that, is that all about what I should be? Yeah. It it was all of the shoulds. Yeah. So
1: fuck the shoulds as we always say. Yeah,
0: exactly. But it was about discovering that and Mm -hmm. discovering what I was comfortable in and, and what I wasn't. um, And really listening to myself instead of looking at what everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. And, Yeah, it was just a a constant comparison game for me. Right up until I was maybe... I want to say only in the last couple of years have I really started to figure out this self-love. Do you think it's an age thing, though? I don't think it's an age thing. Yeah, I agree. Because I think there's so many people out there who could be in their 50s or their 60s and their 30s. So many different age groups of people who don't know themselves or love themselves. And there could be people younger than us who
1: have found that at an earlier age. I I think... Also, there's all different levels to this. So sort of what you were saying just now, I suppose, was when we talk about social media and those type of things, it's such a surface superficial. Yeah. And I think that's what the mind runs to quite quickly. Loving yourself is all an aesthetic. Appearance. A- yeah, appearance. Aesthetics. Did I say that right? Aesthetics, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not. The way that I see it, it's what's on the inside. That's how you love yourself, sick. It's not about
0: the outside either. For sure, for sure. And I think that is the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is how you look. But it's it, the biggest thing is about how you feel mm. and that then starts to play into how you look mm. and your appearance and how you hold yourself and your confidence and
1: everything in between. Well, it's like that movie, I Feel Pretty. Yes. That's a great, uh, I suppose, pretense for what we're talking about because it shows she isn't really happy in herself mm-hmm. and then she... I can't even remember the, the way it goes, but... She then goes through this magic thing or something. I can't remember that. She falls off a um a
0: spin bike and knocks her head or something, right, and then all right. of a sudden she wakes up and she's a size
1: six and and she's, she's got beautiful. all the confidence in the world. Yep. And it shows her life and how much better she thinks it is because she thinks she looks better, mm-hmm. but it's got nothing to do with how she's looking. It's all from what's coming at, um coming from the inside out. Exactly, and I think.
0: My journey kind of began when I had that moment of looking at myself and doing things that I needed to do to make me feel good. So similar what we spoke about in terms of filling up your own cup and being your best self. And from that, I stopped looking outwardly so much and started looking inwardly and having those conversations with myself and just being a lot nicer to myself. Yeah, giving
1: yourself love tips or a hug.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, the amount of mean things that we say to ourselves, you know, whether you're in the gym or you're at work or whatever you're doing. And if you're beating yourself up and saying, come on, fatty, run faster, (laughs) or you need to lose weight
1: or like sweat harder, like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. But that's all such negative self-talk and negativity breeds negativity. I am, my personality, I'm so against that. Absolutely. You need to reinforce yourself with positive affirmations. Yep.
0: And look, you can push yourself, but you sh- you can push yourself in a positive way of keep going. You're doing such a good job. Look at you. You've turned up at the gym. You're doing so
1: well. This yeah. is so healthy. I call them little love tips. Yeah. I like give myself love tips all during the day. If I'm feeling something, I think, oh, Shay, you're doing a great job. Look at all the things you've done.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or if you're feeling you're going through a bit of a rough time or, you know, you're just having a bit of a hard time at a stage, Sometimes it's nice just to give yourself a bit of a, a, bit of a hug and uh, you're okay. Mm. And that self-affirmation that you're okay. You're in a yeah. safe place. You're warm.
1: You're okay. Maybe we can get into a bit later on in the podcast um, some of the things that we would do mm. to For help sure. us through that, that as well. For sure. So
0: in terms of how that started of loving myself, I can't really pick or pinpoint a moment where it really took off. But I think it just started over time. I really realized a gap in myself that I wasn't loving myself enough and I wasn't being nice to myself. And in order to love other people and, again, be that best version of myself, I recognized that I needed to take some steps towards it.
1: It's loving yourself and knowing yourself. It's the same thing. Mm. And being comfortable on your own. Mm. That is the biggest skill to have.
0: Mm. And I think one thing that I had when... I was unsure of myself or, you know, wasn't in love with myself, was I was never sure of my decisions. And I was always questioning myself and looking outwardly for confirmation that something was okay. And I used to do this a lot. And I used to think that it was from being a young child. (laughs) And it would be like, oh, what do you think of this, Shady? Like, should I get this? Or does this look okay? Or am i am i doing the right thing whereas i think when you love yourself you also trust yourself and you know yourself so you then own your decisions and you own what you want and that's something that i still find myself doing i'll be in a store and i'll be like oh do i like this should i take a photo and send it to someone whereas I've got a lot better at being like, no, I like this, and
1: no, I know what I want, and I don't need to have that validation. Again, and that's what you said before, it's trusting yourself, trusting your gut, hearing yourself, listening to yourself, knowing yourself, owning yourself, loving yourself. It's all the same thing, and when you're feeling low on yourself, that's when you're looking outwardly to get confirmation that what you're doing is right because you don't trust yourself at all Mm. because you're hating yourself inside that's a really good point and that
0: that just as you were saying that it made me think of you know how sometimes people are always posting things on social media and there's various things we can post or reasons we can post things on social media but a lot of the time the most insecure people are doing it for that validation of how many likes that they're getting or How many other people on the outside are recognizing them for certain things to try and get that boost? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) But what about you? What's been your discovery of self love? Discovering my journey. Your journey. Mine's been a little bit different because mine, I don't skip to appearance mine has always been such an internal battle and that's because for so much of my life I've been a perfectionist so I've had this little mean bitch in my mind my inner mean girl telling me all these horrible things or questioning myself so much you know I remember sitting in a restaurant like this is just one memory of sitting in a restaurant and hating it because it's like well we're sitting at the wrong table we should be sitting at that table over there mm. if we sat at that table over there it'd be a perfect dinner but it's not perfect because we're sitting at the wrong table and we've got the worst view and how that mindset changes everything around you as well mm. so the negativity. Me, yeah the negativity and that's why I said before when we were speaking Michaela about how I'm so against negative negative talk and negative self-talk because I've had to do so much work on myself to pull myself out of that mindset because it used to be that negative self-talk for me. Mm. So I'm I'm so against it now. Mm. And even to the point where everything had to be perfect all the time. And you would beat yourself up if it wasn't and you would blame yourself? Yes, I could. I was so bad. I, I, should this, I should have done this. 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 How bad is that? And I couldn't enjoy anything because in my mind it was like, it would have been better if it was like this. And it's funny because both of these examples of
0: appearance or yours beating yourself up is that even if we you had have got the best table in the restaurant, or even if I had have been at, my goal weight or looked the way that everybody else did, that doesn't
1: mean that you're going to be happy and that no. doesn't equal happiness. No, because both of us, I think, have learnt that because we have done so much self work individually, together, with other people, on so many different areas, it's helped to learn that. Mm-hmm and fully pull it apart and understand it and heal from that as well and give yourself forgiveness. You had to go through all that to get to where you are now and to love yourself because that is truly loving yourself. It's pulling yourself apart 360, understanding yourself and all the different parts that you are and healing the things that, you know, probably weren't so good or were Mm. bad. But like I always say, you can't have happy without having sad.
0: Exactly. And you don't know what's wrong with yourself until you really start to look inward and just really get to know yourself. That's mm. the key here is
1: understanding and getting to know yourself. Well, it's not even what's wrong with you. It's what parts of you do you not like about it? Yeah. And how do way. I be a better version of myself with that? That's a much okay. better way to say it.
0: And one thing that plays into that as well is if you think about loving other people and all of the energy and work that you put into getting to know somebody else when you might be forming a new friendship or falling in love, you spend so much energy into getting to know that person. If you spend half the energy on getting to know yourself and thinking about what you like and what you don't like and where you feel comfortable and uncomfortable and where you are your best, that can be incredible.
1: It is absolute gold, and I have been going through this a lot recently, attracting different people in and out of my life friendship, family relationships and I've learned so much from all of that because it's all mirrors, so the people that I've attracted into my life have had to be have had to come into my life to show me things that I had to work on for myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: to put myself together and to love ultimately to love myself mm-hmm.
0: And those people that are around you, are so important as well, because it's like what they say of the five people that you spend the most time with is essentially a mirror of who you are. Mm -hmm. So really taking time to review those people is so important and is an important step of loving yourself.
1: And just on that note as well, something we said before about the whole lonely factor in that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what you said. Oh, It was about being by yourself, being comfortable in your own company. Yeah. So I've always loved my own company. But recently, I found that I've been really lonely by myself. And that was simply because I wasn't loving myself because I was looking for external factors. And the reason I was looking for external factors is because I wasn't showing up for myself first. Mm. I wasn't putting myself first. And that's such an important piece of it. It's like what
0: I was saying around, if you think about dating yourself like you would date somebody else, and being as kind to yourself as you are to everybody else, the amount of love that would be there of if, if you think about planning the perfect date for somebody, plan
1: that date for yourself. What does that look like? Exactly right, but this is the thing, or like rather than giving love to other people, give love to yourself mm-hmm. first. Shay, I really love this about you. Good job on that. Or at the end of every yeah. you know, we can get into all the things that we do, but looking at the own qualities of yourself yeah. that you love. And the things that you
0: love about yourself is so important. And whether that be sitting down and writing a list of all of those things or just taking a mental note. And again, whether you're in a
1: relationship or not,
0: you have to do this. You do. And you have to set aside and make that time for yourself, just like you
1: make time for other people. Well, it's like what we were saying in the first episode. It it is about filling up your cup and you do that. And I was still doing that when I was in this lonely piece that I've been in. But what I wasn't doing was loving myself and giving myself those love tips.
0: Yeah. And thinking, what would a night... Like, what do I need right now? Is it a night at home with a face mask and, you know, a glass of wine and my favorite TV show? Or is it being out with my friends or what is it? And just really
1: tuning into yourself. And that's it. You would do that with a partner mm. or a friend. What do you need from me right now? What do you want to do? Do is you everything ever, okay with us? You know. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's what you've got to do. Check in with yourself. And mm. I've been doing that a lot recently. Because I learnt, fuck Shay, that's what you need to do. Like, you know that. You've just gone through a little slump. And actually listening to myself. And as soon as I listened to myself and I showed up to myself, magic happens. (laughs) And some of this might sound a little bit privileged or a little bit selfish.
0: But I found that in order to get to the, the best version of loving myself and really truly understanding that, I did need to be a little bit selfish for a period of time.
1: But also by doing this, you then... Be-, be a better sister, be a better partner, be a better friend, be a better employee, be a better boss, whatever it is, you become better because you, what you give out to the world and your energies and your confidence, you you are so much happier in mm. your own self that happiness breeds happiness. And people feed Just off that. Just like it. negativity breeds negativity. Exactly.
0: An, exa- an example of this is I remember last Christmas and as a family, we decided, right, we're not going to do presents this year. And it was the most refreshing thing because I wasn't running around like a headless bloody chicken thinking about all of the presents that I was going to get everybody else. I remember I ended up just thinking about myself. And like I say, it does sound selfish, but it was nice just to think about me. Mm. How do you think then that or or what, what did your journey look like from... Being that girl in the restaurant and having that inner bitch, as you said, (laughs) to where you are now and learning to love yourself, what things did you put in place and how did you get there?
1: Yeah, okay. It's been a long journey because that was in my life for such a long time. So it's not like you just wake up one day and think, yay, (laughs) I'm not going to think that way anymore. Or I fucking love myself. (laughs) Yeah it doesn't work like that you've got to put in the hard yards and and I've done the last 18 months to two years even I've done so much digging into myself and understanding things and pulling it apart like I was saying before and whether that be reflecting and reviewing because when you're living something you're not actually learning it at that moment It's when you reflect back to it that's when you learn the biggest lesson Within that, though, is the meditation piece, which I'm a huge advocate for, because you need to allow space for yourself to be able to reflect. Also, all the external things. So, education through different books, podcasts, different speakers. Two of my key things have been, though, listening to myself. What is my heart actually telling me that I want to do right now? And the second part of that is being present. I wasn't present sitting in that restaurant. Mm. I was in my own head. By being present, by hearing, by listening, same thing. (laughs) By feeling, by seeing. And a little tip that I do there is I actually call it love taps, and I write them in my phone. So if I'm walking along and I see something or I feel it, I'll put it in my phone so I can go back to it and reflect on Mm. it. Making a note to yourself. Yeah. Um, And also within that, all the journaling gratitude So I will each day be grateful for one thing about myself Mm -hmm. and I will journal about one thing that I've learned about myself. Mm. And what about you? What are you, what's worked for you?
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely some similarities in things that I do as well. Um, But of course, what works for me is quite different too. So the first thing that comes to mind is moving my body, but moving my body not for how I look but for how I feel, and the energy that I get from that, and the sense of like, I'm alive, the fact that I'm moving my body. The second thing that comes to mind is, I did go to talk therapy for a while, and I didn't go to it for a long time, maybe four or five sessions, Um, but I felt that that really helped just to talk things out, and figure things out of why I was being maybe so mean to myself, or comparing myself, and perhaps where that came from, and For some people that will work and some people it won't so I'm not going to say you have to have a therapist in order to love yourself because that's just not the case. Another thing for me was really learning about myself and learning what things made me happy and what things really sparked joy. So one of those things I figured out along the way is how much I love writing and blogging and that was something that I hadn't done since I was a young child but really getting in touch with those things that just do bring you joy and happiness is is really important and it's an important part of being like oh I'm good at this and I love this and then on top of that it's it's like I said at the beginning it's that self-love and giving yourself those affirmations throughout the day of oh you did a really good job at work today or you're doing really well um keeping up your workouts or you know you're fueling yourself with with warmth and kindness instead of that hate bitchy talk so like i said it's it's giving yourself a little bit of an inner hug and you know you're in a safe environment you're okay everything's going to be all right and just speaking to yourself with that kindness and warmth i think really
1: helps you throughout the day there is loads of great tips in there and i think both of us do a lot of the same things but some of different things as well mm. But it's all going back to you and what works best for yourself. And you'll find that out.
0: Absolutely. Or look, I think that answers my question of learning to love yourself and us both discussing those journeys, because I think they are so important for each and every person to get to know yourself and to ultimately
1: learn to love yourself sick. It is the biggest gift that you can give yourself. No, that's not the quote I was trying to say. The quote I was trying to say is, invest in yourself because it, the biggest investment you make in life is yourself. I've really screwed that quote up. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Not a great job on the quote this week. But anyway, no.
0: we will, we will piss it out So, recommendations time.
1: What have you got,
0: Michaela? Oh, you jumped in first. Um, mine's a bit of a basic recommendation this week. but. Talking about the topic, it's something that sparked joy for me in the last week has been I've become a crazy plant mother or plant mother for the Aussies listening. I've gone to Bunnings and I've bought a whole bunch of plants. And every time I look at them, they just bring me so much joy and happiness. And they say just having at least, you know, one or two plants in your house and having that greenery around sparks productivity and positivity. So if you haven't got any, go and buy yourself a plant.
1: Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I love the colours in the house that it gives you as yeah. well. I know when I've added new plants to my apartment, I've just frothed it. And it gives you something to look after if you don't have pets. You know, maybe it should be your first step. <laughs> Absolutely. My reco this week is kind of something that ties in with the topic of today. I had the best night earlier this week where I came home, got a pizza, had a glass of wine, put on a face mask and watched the batchy. Oh, so and I'll tell good. you what I just loved it so much self love right there so much self love I did exactly what I wanted to do and I was like a pig and shit doing it <laughs> love
0: it okay well thank you so much for listening We're, please tune in next week where we will be discussing a new topic a new lol and some more ricos. thanks for listening Bye.